This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. What's up, everybody? This is Richie from Post America Podcast doing another one-on-one. This one, I got Lorenzo Antonucci, sworn enemy, actor, all of that in between, just dabbled in some wrestling, and I haven't talked to him in a while, so I'm excited to talk to him. How you doing, Lorenzo? What's up, my brother? Thanks for having me on your show, man. And it's been a, it's been a long journey of our friendship and how long we go back, man. It's definitely been a minute. Yeah. For sure. You know, I've seen you a few times, you know, uh, since, you know, you were out of Sworn Enemy. But the last time that we did a show with Sworn Enemy was overseas. And we did this big festival with you guys. And I remember you guys, you pulled out like a weight bench and you had weights and everything on, on tour with you that time. And I was all impressed. I was like, oh, shit, these guys carry weights. Yeah. yeah, I remember when Errol, he got that shit for like 150 euro a week or something like that. 100 euro a week or something. I was like, yo, get it. We need weights. Yeah, and I, was, I, was, I was sweating that, and then uh, it was at maybe, like, I forget what fest, but it was, like, a big, one of the big ones, you know, and uh, that's when I noticed you first, like, bulking up, like, you were getting serious on the weights. Yeah, I, 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 I started at, I would say, in my early 30s. I didn't know shit about training, and I just jumped in that shit, like, you know how we do, man. We jump in, and we just go. We don't ask no questions, and kind of figure out from there and I, I it was um it was uh I would say 2009 that I started to you know actually train and become an, an actual you know like I started to learn the process and how to eat but I was still drinking a lot of beer and I was I was fucked up eating bread you know but I was a little younger but I was you know I I, I just you know I I, I wanted to to to, to I went in full force trying to fucking do 405, you know what I mean? In two, three months of training, I was an idiot, you know what I mean? But I, but I, I didn't injure myself, thank God. Yeah. Only probably in wrestling is when I injured myself, and that's what made me kind of – What do you mean 405? Bad. Bench? Yeah, I was – yeah, I benched that shit. It's on YouTube somewhere, my man. Snoozes. After two months, you did 405? No, I was trying to. Like, that's the I – was, I, was, I was that kind of a fucking moron, you know what I mean? Like, I was trying yeah. to make that happen, and it wasn't – and like I, I was doing four hundred five for a second, but not never solo. But I was, you know, I was putting it up. Yeah, that's. I nice. had somebody spotting me. It wasn't like three people spotting me. You know, when you see those mama Luke's in the gym yeah. with three fucking guys on each side, like what are you doing? But you know that happens too. But I, I did it. You know, I did like six reps one time when my boy Snooze fucking Damn. spotted me in East New York. I remember the fucking gym and everything. I got it. it's on YouTube somewhere. It's you know, it's got no fucking nobody seen it, but it's just it's old. Yeah. That's some serious weight, dude. Yeah, it was, now I do nothing, bro. I do fucking maybe two plates. I did two plates yesterday. I don't want to. I don't want to lift too heavy. I I'd rather get the the more for, reps. Yeah, for what you're doing, you can't be like a big uh, uh, mountain of a guy walking around. It limit it would be limiting, right? Like for you know yeah. for rolls and shit. Yeah, you know it is. It is limiting as far as you know if if if. If you look good on camera, then it's, it, I mean, it is what it is because, you know, The Rock is way big. You know, Rock is like That's true, yeah. five and he's like 6'3". Yeah. He's jacked. 
You know what I mean? He's fucking big, and I've been next to him a couple times, and he's he's a big dude, but he's big and lean. You know what I mean? He's you know he's he's been doing it for thirty years. You know. Now you you're in the presence of the Rock. You think you could throw him a beating or no? <laughs> Come on, Lorenzo. You know you could. In nah, the ring? on the street, baby. In the street, ah man, that guy's too kind, man. We're too good. We're too good humans, man. We would never fight. Man. I know, but just in case, you know, just you yeah. got to know, just in case. You know. No, but I, I would love to have a match <laughs> with him one day because I still remember those fucking skills, man. One day, I would love to have a match with The Rock. You know, yeah. but, you know, when I get to where I'm going, you know, I think it would be fun to do that. You know, like if if if. Uh, you know, I don't know, since I entertained wrestling and I did mention it to him when we talked when I did ballers. Yeah. You know, he knew my my um, uh, my uncles and my family from the Puerto Rican side of my whole Puerto Rican side of uh, Los Boricuas and Jose Estrada, my whole family. It's my bloodline from Puerto oh, Rico. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So that's that's, um, you know, he he his dad and his grandfather and his uncle, you know, Jimmy Fly Snooker, Peter Maivia and, and Rocky Johnson. They all they all wrestled. They all, they all worked together with Jose Estrada. Jose yeah. So, like, yo, tell Dwayne, I remember when he was in the locker in Maryland, when he was in the locker, he was 12 years old, man, drinking beers. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you wow. know, things like that, you know, those kind of flashbacks and memories of, you know, things like that. That resonated when we were talking about it with him. He was like, that's, "Wow, that's pretty that's cool, crazy." He's like, "That's your, that's your uncle." Wow, oh shit, you know. Yo, the, he actually went to high school around here to rock. Yes, because he did ask if um, the, the 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 training um, when I went to uh, Rikishi's um, wrestling school, Knox Pro. Yeah, Rikishi and Gangrels. He was. Um, well, I mentioned that and he was like, where the one in Pennsylvania? I'm like, nah, the one in Sun Valley here in LA. And he's like, Oh shit. He goes, he remembers them having the, 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 the wrestling school and, uh, you know, his whole family's all wrestlers. So yeah. he remember having a wrestling school in Pennsylvania where I think it was probably like Pennsylvania, like Wilkesboro or something like that. No, it was uh, by Allentown called Liberty exactly. High School. Yeah. Exactly. So rock, the rock went to Allentown high school. Yeah, Liberty High School. There's like a few wow. high schools within Allentown. That's one. They always had like a good football team. I oh, think he so played he, off. He's always been around Puerto Ricans then. Yeah, oh, Allentown's yeah. deep for the for the yeah. uh, Boricua. Yeah, bro, that's that's where we go hide. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Reddit too. Yeah, I know plenty of people from the block that are over there now. I can't say no names. You know what nah, I mean? no, nobody knows nothing. <laughs> that's crazy though, man. Uh, and let's get let's get back to Sworn Enemy because it's been a long time since you were, you know, you still go to shows because I think the last time I seen you was at the E-Town show in Jersey. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, Anthony and I, are like, you know, you know, Anthony's a part of Cracker as well, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, yeah. that's, that's family, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I, I'm with them all the time when I'm in New York, you know, when I'm home. I stay with Anthony all the time. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So Yo, Anthony's yeah. voice is probably the most underrated He's probably fucking. the most underrated vocalist in the whole scene. The, his voice yeah. is devastating, man. He always had a great fucking growl, great screams. You know what I mean? He yeah, and he could get melodic, and he could spit, and, and he could go hard, real guttural. Yeah, E-Town Concrete is the most underrated band of all time. In my for opinion. sure. If you're, if you're outside of, like, this area, forget. Like, they get props in this area. They get mad love, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. outside, it's like people, you know, come on. E-Town is... is so dope but yeah so that's the last time i saw you but when's the last time you actually w were on the road with, with sworn enemy 2009 was when i left um earth crisis and uh us and i think on earth i forgot what the what the no was it on earth no it was us earth crisis uh hell on earth that's what it was hell on earth oh, that, okay 
Yeah, because the last tour I did in 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 Swan Enemy, but the last U.S. one was Abacab, and then there was another one with uh, us in Propane that was really really painful. It was a brutal tour, bro. It was fucking high ticket prices, and that shit was whack. Oh, really? Whack. Oh God, it was a real humbling whack experience. But you know, Propane guys are cool guys. We had a good time. We made the best of it, but the shows were just awful and. It was what it was, but that was my last U.S. experience, and that kind of sucks that I wasn't able to have a, mm. a awesome, you know, last tour in the U.S. Although, you um, you know, um, sorry, I'm getting fucking texting. Uh, who is a Scorsese? Who who's texting? Hey, nah, nah. Actually, <laughs> she's friends with him. <laughs> my manager, Melissa Prophet. Shout out to Melissa. I love you. Stop with the fucking things. That the, it's not her. It's the Anthony. It's not Anthony Martini. Another Anthony. My Shamiro. One at a time, yeah. Anthony. Come on. It's a lot of fucking Anthony's. Yeah. Um, yeah, all Italians. <laughs> um, um, so, oh, nine. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't. Oh, nine. It wasn't really. Um, it really didn't. Um, it really didn't do the justice I, you know, I, I would have hoped for for my last run. And, you know, hold mm. on. I'm sorry, man. This is just, now I can't stop this text messaging because <laughs> they're just going back about the dog and, and I can't stop it. So I put it on do not disturb. And I won't, can't stop. Won't stop. Living by the gun. Yeah. Madball. So, Madball is so, another underrated fucking band. I mean, yeah. That's like Madball should be the biggest hardcore band of all time. In my opinion. I yeah. Mean, that's the opinion, one of the I greats. Mean, some, somebody asked me today, uh, my Mount, uh, Mount Rushmore of hardcore bands and, and Madball's on that for sure. Yeah, Madball. You know, it's, 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 it's hands down Madball, Cro-Mags, you know. I mean, it's hard to say because it's, 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 it's very New York, but I mean, it's just to me, it's like the, the top five is definitely Madball, Cro-Mags, sick of it all, Biohazard, Agnostic Front. You know what I mean? Okay, see, I, I love Biohazard, love Chromax. I didn't put them on a list though because Chromax I didn't put on a list because of their output. You know, they didn't put much out, and I only really love I loved Age of Quarrel. Age of Quarrel, hands yeah. down. Even Best Wishes, I, I like it because I like they were going in that metallic around. Yeah, that was decent, strong record. Yeah. yeah, but I went, I went Agnostic Front, of course. Agnostic Front, sick of it all. Madball and Terror, and basically because those bands never they they don't stop you know what i mean yeah. they might have stopped for a little bit you know you know what i'm saying now it's yeah, like terra, terra definitely is one of my favorites that that definitely i i was just being very i was just leaning on the new york hardcore and i agree with yeah. you terra is one of my favorites you know and they grew on me a long time i love scott forever you know what i mean and yeah jesus christ <laughs> Yeah, Terror got to get props. Right. But I'm with I'm with you. Like it's all it's very you know uh, biased towards New York hardcore and that style. And that's the kind of stuff I like. Yeah. But yo, Andy, you ever missed the, the the shows and and the music and that scene at all, or you were just done with it? Of course, no. I went to a show. I went to go see H2O and Ignite with my boy Chris Uvane the other day. He's a hardcore kid from the Bronx that's out here that um, is doing big things in the movie, you know, in the, in the movies and TV world. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a big, he's a big guy in this game. And we, you know, we, you know, I oh. connected with a lot of hardcore kids that are all doing big things out here. So that's, that's a, another reason why we, 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 we gravitate towards each other. And I love that shit. So we, you know, I went to, I introduced him to Toby 
and, and we had a good time. You know what I mean? It was good to go see, you know, H2O, I think it was like one of the second times I've ever seen them. And, uh, you know, obviously they've been a New York band for fucking 25 yeah. years. And I, just I love H2O that. live so far. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, agreed. And, um, you know, uh, I went to that show. I went to see No Redeeming probably about a year ago in Brooklyn when I was home. I stopped to see my boy Chris B. You know Chris B. He's in yeah, PA. That's my, that's my brother right there. I went to see him because he was in town and I went there. Uh, James DeJean was there. So I just stopped by. And, 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 Ramallah played. So I went to that show. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, if Hatebreed's in town, I'm, I went to see Hatebreed recently with Dropkicks, but you know, that's more mainstream, I guess, if you call it a hardcore show. But I mean, they, mm-hmm. they all hardcore roots of Dropkicks. For kick. sure. Definitely, you know, all they all love hardcore, so that to me is a, a hardcore show. Yeah, for uh, sure, man. I mean, Hatebreed's hardcore, you know. That's so, that. so you still, you still miss this and that, but what was it then? Because you know, Sworn Enemy they had like a major record deal. You know, you had that. You had a, the the backing and support of that. So, what made you decide to give it up? You know, I wanted more. I wanted to be what I am now and where I'm going. You know, but I didn't know how to get there. You know, I was a fucking dope from the streets. You know, what I mean, I fucking couldn't read. I couldn't write. Um. I was only a guitar player and I could fucking swing a hammer and fucking and, and fix walls and fix houses. You know, that's all I knew. Yeah. I knew I wanted more. I knew I was destined for more. I knew that, you know, Swan Enemy was on a downward spiral. It wasn't going nowhere fast. You know, it was very going downward. It wasn't going up. Mm. And I knew that and I couldn't change it because I had to, you know, work with Sal, obviously it was, it was, you know, me and Sal staying mainly. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, he was, he was, uh, I, you know, honestly it is what it is. You know, Swan Enemy is obviously my baby. Um, me and Sal and Raph, we started it, you know, in fucking 1997. Um, it's a, it's a passionate, discussion you know i never really talked about it why and what you know what what made me leave i just knew that i wanted more and i couldn't get it out of the band i didn't get it you know i I dreamed of playing fucking arenas man and we did it we did it we fucking did open for we played the same arenas that kiss played man we played cobra arena we played you know we got to do some of the stuff that hatebreed was fucking annihilating and all because we were blessed because jamie did give us that you know, open up that door for us, you know, cause mm-hmm. he was our, you know, he was our, he was the, he was the man for us. You know, he's the one that looked out and he put us on the same path as hate breed, but we just didn't have, I don't know what we didn't have. But I just know that it just didn't click as far as us getting to a level that we could live and make enough money to eat and not come home to fucking stressed out bills. And now we got to go work. Yeah. At some fucking bar or some construction job, which I was lucky to do. I had a good construction job that I was over. My, my man, Paulie Galemi, looked out for me all the time. And his brother's a hardcore kid. That's funny. His nice. brother was a hardcore kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I, you know, it was, it, it was, it was rough because, you know, Swan Enemy was my life, you know, that's all I knew, bro. But I, 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 I was, I, I always heard, 
you need to be on TV. You need to do this. You need to do that. I had no fucking clue. I didn't know what a headshot was. I didn't know what a fucking acting coach was. I didn't know what a class was. I didn't know shit. I knew I played guitar and I was a retard. That's it. That's who I was. I don't sugarcoat nothing. Did I become a better human in the last 10 years? Did I become way more educated and I'm completely a different person? Absolutely. I'm a whole different person, especially I'm sober almost seven years. I'm a different man. I look back then and I'm like, well, thank you, brother. I look back at those days and I'm like, man, we toured the world. We crushed so many cities. We were fucking big in a lot of them. We were, you know, we, we had a lot of fans and I love them all. And thank you for supporting us. And I was like, you know what? But I couldn't get the satisfaction of what I'm possibly get, what I'm getting right this second. This moment is starting to be where I'm, where I'm heading towards and where I'm aiming for is what's happening right now is what I've been dreaming of, you know, and I see it now because Beautiful. I am in control of it. Yeah. Now, you know, I always said that. I always said being in a band, the worst thing about being in a band is the same as the best thing. It's that you, you got people that you deal with and just yeah. like you would love those other guys. It's also in many cases, you know, it's, it's a team sport and some people have the, you know, the boxer mentality. They want to go out and go one-on-one. And if they win, they win themselves. If they lose, they lose themselves. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's how you're seeing it. Like, okay, like I'm out my own. When you're in a band, you got to, yo, is this cool? You guys want to do this? What do you guys think about that? It, it is. It's a lot of compromise and that drives some people crazy. Me personally, I don't like it, but you know, I do it cause I do love the other parts of the band, you know? So I know what well, you mean. I mean, man. I mean, let's just go back to, 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 to mush, uh, you know, to, to Mushmouth, Mushmouth, Mushmouth. What the fuck am I thinking? Mushmouth. mushmouth. Yeah, mush mouth. Say mu- I say mush mouth. Some people say mush. I say mush mouth. Mush mouth. Yeah. And and then to wisdom and chains. Like wisdom and chains to me is fucking so dope. You know what I mean? I loved mush mouth, but it was a complete different animal. Like mush mouth was like the metal core-ish. Yeah. You know, yeah, had that sure. vibe. And Chris was very because Chris sang him for Swan Enemy. I don't know if you remember when when yeah. Sal had to take a fucking Greyhound. I forgot why the fuck he couldn't be on the first like week of our Poison a Well tour. But Chris sang for us, and it was awesome. His voice kind of had. He kind of sounded like Sal, right? He had yeah, they style. had a very similar, very similar style, and, yeah. and very similar. Like, I mean, I think we had the same fans. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you was at a Swan Enemy show, you would see Mushmaster. Yeah, it's for sure, man. Well, Wisdom and Change, I think, is 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 got that legacy of like a sick of it all and terror kind of thing you know too i think that you guys have that in your in your music in your in your in in the in the in your crowds and the audiences the sing-alongs and all that you guys have had built that and i just wanted to say mention that i, I that didn't go unnoticed by me i, I love oh, it thank you man appreciate it yeah, yeah definitely 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 was naming my top five hardcore New York hardcore bands, but you know, definitely, you know, my PAs is definitely Wisdom and Chains, and then Respect. it's Cape Breed. All the East Coast has been taken care of, and then Bad Brains, and then you know, you know, uh, you know, a couple of other, Leeway, and you know, fucking the, the classics, the classics, man. You know, yeah. it's everybody. You know, everybody's in there because it's a mesh of all of our love. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's a great scene. And that's another reason why I, I wanted to, to talk to you because yeah. I love talking to dudes from the scene that go on and do other things and not only just other things, but they excel in those things, whatever it is. If there's a hardcore dude and he's running a job at some high rise in New York and I know oh, that's a hardcore dude, I'm like, I'm like proud about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so to see you out there doing your thing, yo, very excited about this. You know, thank you. Thank and, you. And and when you first left Sworn Enemy, you were doing a wrestling thing, though, right? Or was that well, I, after well, a little like, while? That was so. The journey of the, how that goes down is that 2009, I left Sworn Enemy. I ended up living between New York and Austria, and I'm sure I, I came to your shows in Austria. I, I know I would have yeah, seen we saw you, you out backstage there, yeah. in Munich a couple of times. Uh, that, the, those were always exciting times when I was living with my ex-girlfriend, Lydia, who's a you know, wonderful human. Uh, we opened up a recording studio called Rock Hard Recording Studio, and um, we were recording bands. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing then either. I had no idea. We just jumped in there because I was doing pre-production in the back of our buses or whatever it was on a laptop. And she's like, why don't we just open up a recording studio if you don't know how to fucking, if you can't work here. We got to figure something out. And I was like, yeah, I guess. And I'm not in the band anymore. I sold all my guitars because I'm broke. <laughs> like, gotta, yeah, you know how it is, bro. That's the only way it is. You used to have um, that ESP that I sweated too, that one LTD. That, that was black the one. best one. That was the best one. And yeah, then when I we started getting those wash burns, I got the wash burns still, but she got them. But those are the, and my boy Dave Pickford got shot. Dave Pickford. He, he, nice. he used to always buy all my guitars and he's got like 30 of them which is awesome i'm glad that they've gone to a great human uh shout out to dave pickford his brother died in the towers man chris oh, pickford. rest brutal. in peace yeah man. chris pickford yep 9-11 man rest in peace to chris and to everyone else i don't know why i'm going in a 9-11 rabbit hole but you gotta mention it you gotta, yeah, mention, gotta yeah. you gotta mention these are the things that come from the heart yeah because um, i'm in that world right now i'm thinking about those days you know yeah so then i i'm in austria and i'm a little, uh, you know, fucking culture shock. I'm in a fucking, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a, a wonderful city, Salzburg. I mean, I don't know if Wisdom and Chains ever played Salzburg, but there's a beautiful, that's a beautiful city. I mean, it's not that big of, that, that big of a hardcore scene, but it's decent enough. Yeah. And, I think we have, I think we have been there. Yeah. Um, Cause it's not Vienna. Vienna's the, the Vienna is the big one and all the that's, shows yeah. are always big, but Salzburg is like two hours away and it's, it's a, it's where Mozart was born. It's fucking awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah, his house is awesome. You can go to his house. So it's a beautiful city. So I was luckily, I was a lucky man to be there with a woman who cared and, and wanted me to stay with her there. And we, you know, we were we were happy. We were loving each other. And we lived there. And um, 2012, 2013, I'm, I'm still there. Like, what's happening with my life? I'm kind of, you know... Don't know where the fuck I'm going. I'm 35 or whatever. And I'm just like, what's happening? And then Ash from Sumerian was like, yo, don't you fucking move out here and we'll figure it out. Make you a wrestler or something. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do in LA, bro? What the fuck am I doing? And he's like, yo, we'll make you a wrestler or something. And then I moved out here with my guitar and a fucking, I mean, with my bag and a car. Shipped it. Had no clue what I was doing. I only knew LA of being the place when I played. I go with whiskey. I go to Roxy. I go to fucking Rainbow. And that's all I knew. Yeah. I didn't know nothing else. And then, um, actually, I'm right behind the rainbow right now. My friend's insane, insane fucking house. Right behind the rainbow. That's beautiful. And that's where I got sober is the rainbow. Crazy. Jeez, that's the place you go to get sober? 
I, I, the last time I had a drink with it was with me and Loki. We got fucking twisted. I fucking, I, I, I had enough. That was the last time I had a fucking drink, man. Damn. Me and Loki, done. Never again. But um, yeah. So that's how I got into the wrestling, and I, and I, because I was big, you know what I mean. I was cut to when you were mentioning, you know, I was on the road. Yeah. Getting uh, Jack, trying to fucking you know figure it out, and I was uh, you know pretty much. Um, you know, I had, had the hair, I had the long hair and Ash was like, you could be like, you know, the rock from Queens, New York, Puerto Rican, Italian, triple H looking motherfucker. And I was like, mm. yeah, that's kind of dope. I like that. Yeah. He had a great vision and he was like, we wanted to be the manager. He loved wrestling, but he was just like, you know, I didn't have the, he didn't have the physique or the size to do it or the athleticism or the, the heart to do it. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to try Cut to a year into the training. I loved it. I got bigger and I was 250 jacked out of my fucking mind. And I was, wow, I fell on my neck twice. I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into it that much. Oh, good. yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this shit's kind of whack. You know, because I fell on my head. Yeah. Just, just they teach you in wrestling. You can, you can lose your life in, 90, in, in, in a split of a second or you can be paralyzed in a split of a second if you land the wrong way. Fuck that. So I was like, I'm good. And yeah. then my uncle was when I called him before I shot ballers because I called him the night before I shot ballers and we started talking about Dwayne and that, that was awesome. But before we sh- I was in ballers, it was like 2014, 2013, I talked to him and he's like, he's like, you're fucking 36 years old and you're going to try wrestling now? Oh. I was like, yeah, well, DDP did it. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I started at 20 and I started really working and got – really big when I was 27 and I was just like, ding, mm. another, another shot of, in, of discouraging fucking shot of, it wasn't an injection of inspiration. It was an injection yeah. of discouragement. So I was like, okay. Um, and then my, 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 my roommate slash training partner who would, we would go to wrestling class together was my boy, Joey. He's a, he's a kid from San Fran. Good dude. Um, you know, we, we hit it off. He was my first real Cali friend. You know what I mean? That we, you know, we, we, I still, you know, I love him to death because, you know, he, he had a gra- he had a cat named Rambo, which was awesome. I love that. Yeah. And I, I named my cat Rocky, the one that, uh, that actually <laughs> Anthony, Anthony's wife, Fran, got from my father, you know, uh, uh, from Brooklyn, the cat. I called him, I named him Rocky. So my dad's awesome. got a goddamn Rocky. Yeah, I'm putting that shit in my script too. It's a fucking funny show that I'm writing right now. I'll tell you about that another time. Yeah, uh, the then he was like, bro, you. He was like, I remember him getting mailbox. We would go to the mail. We lived in Sherman Oaks and shit. And I was like, you know, I was so new to this place. And he was like, yo, he's like, yo, I just got a fucking check, man. I got a residual for like twenty five hundred dollars from fucking two and a half men. I'm like, what? $2,500? What the fuck? What's a residual, bro? And he's like, you know, like, uh, you're from the music business. It's like kind of like royalties for music. I was like, 25? I was like, you're an actor? I was like, I didn't even know he was an actor. I was like, what the fuck's that mean? Wow. I had no clue. And, yeah. um, and he said, um, he was like, yeah, bro. And he's like, yeah. And he started showing him. And then he's, he's like, bro, you should fucking go get your headshots. You fucking crush this fucking shit. You kill it here. Why aren't you doing it? I'm like, mm. I have no idea what you're even talking about. I don't know how to do anything. 
I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know anything about acting. And then he walked me through some of the steps. This is 2013. I had no idea what the fuck to do. And here we are. <laughs> wow. So yeah. it was just almost like uh, if he didn't mention that that day, it might have went a totally different direction for you. Yeah, exactly. I, w- I would have, you know, him and another girl that was a friend of mine that she worked at the bar across the street and her name is Cherie. She was, you know, told me that I had the personality and the charismatic, uh, um, the, the, I was charismatic and I had the, the, the personality and people gravitated towards me naturally that I could do really well. You know, mm-hmm. they both said you would kill it. Mm-hmm. So cut to not, not killing anything. I was fucking suffering this entire fucking time. I was like, this is brutal. Uh, what's happening and auditioning, figuring out, you know. Why was I, it brutal? You just not, you weren't landing stuff or you just didn't know what direction to go in? It was brutal. It was fucking brutal. So brutal. It was like. It was like, bro, starting to an acting career at 36 years old, man, was just the most mm. discouraging, fucking scary thing ever, man. Because it's like, what am I doing? I don't even like, what am I trying to do this for? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to not. I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to sit here and, and uh, you know, I'm not, I, 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 I'm going to get it. Yeah. Nobody's ever going to stop me. I'm not, this is not. This is not going to happen. Fuck that. Done. Damn. That's the attitude you got to have, I guess, though, right? Yeah, I was I was uh, relentless. I was never going to stop. And now, you know, I, I had some cool moments that I was like, oh, shit, I got that. I got this. I got that. And now it's just like, bang, 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 bang. Now it's all happening. Now. Yeah. Well, I know, you know, I, I've, you know, I've been watching everything you do, always excited about it. I remember the shot you did uh, in, in the ballers that, that, that episode, uh, do you guys had like them jumpsuits on, right? Them track suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had two to, episodes on that season. You get to keep those? The, the ones are the ones on. Ah, uh, no, we didn't get to keep them. Ah, I like what, those. What, I was like, oh what, shit, it's smooth what, looking. What, what wardrobe took that shit from those us? Ballers. HBO money, man. They didn't want to let us have it, man. Yeah, come on, no, rock. It was <laughs> come on, man. What the fuck? The rock cake. It was the fucking. Give the kid the fucking jumpsuit. Bro, I'll mm-hmm. tell you one thing about Dwayne, bro. Not for nothing, man. That guy. As big as he is, Mm -hmm. as big as a presence he is in person, he is the fucking sweetest dude, bro. He was such a fucking gentleman, straight gentleman. Don't know me from a hole in the wall. My boy, my brother, Rob Weiss, who put me on the fucking show, was like, yo, tell him who your uncle is, man. I know they know each other. And he was like, who's your uncle? And I was like, Jose Estrada. Go get the fuck out of here. He he, he got taken (laughs) Ah. back. Fucking time, you know what I mean? Yeah, like we're yeah, taking yeah. back right now to our time of you know going to fucking buy our first fucking Chromax record or yeah. you know whatever, you know. Like he he was taken back, and that's when you know he really opened. He was a sweetheart, man. And I've seen him a couple. I introduced him to Tech Nine. Um, I know he was a big Tech Nine uh, fan, so he is a big Tech Nine fan. So we teed that up, you know, a bunch of us. We had Tech Nine and and the Rock meet together, and he remembered me from the from the show, and he was like, yo, what up? Oh, shit. Gave me a big, you know, dap and a hug. So it was fucking cool, man. I mean, not That's just to say, the biggest fucking movie star in the world that comes from nothing. For sure. Yeah, the man. biggest and greatest guy in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... That's good I to hear, you know. Do you, yes. you, I hate hearing when, you know, these guys turn out to be jerk-offs, you know what I mean? So that's, that's I hear, good I, I, I'm around a lot of the guys that grew up with a lot of the guys. Yeah. Grew up with them. I'm talking about they were cool with them since day ones 
And yeah. they, you know, a lot of them ain't got nothing great to say about a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of them that know the big ones. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and uh, you know, The Rock is the 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 the, the rep. So listen, this is this is what my uncle Joe Broccoli says, and this is the best thing ever. He goes, "Only you are in control of your character. Your reputation is controlled by others." Mm. That's it. That's it. Joe, Joe Brock is a prophet for Joe sure. Brock is the pro is the prophet of all prophets. He's yeah. the legend. He'll say, "That's all you need to think about." Okay, you are yeah. only controlling you. So how you present yourself is how other people are gonna fucking conduct on how they're gonna express how you are, who you are. Completely. So if you're a cocksucker, they're gonna spin that cocksucker into three times the amount of a cocksucker that you are. Yeah, that's just the way it is. But if you're a good dude. And you have a moment or two, you're never gonna be like that guy's a piece of shit. He's a good guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So those are words words to live by for sure. Yeah, and 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 Dwayne has the the uh, the best reputation. I mean, from everybody that's somebody that knows the big guys, and when you're with the big guys, it's 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 awesome. And I mean, shit. I mean, uh, uh, I've been you know to Stallone's house like five times already, and it's no, that's been, the big guy. Hey, that's the big, big boy. You know what I mean? That's yeah. The, How did that hold? I just saw that picture. I, I saw that. I was like, legends. oh, shit. All legends. Yeah. And you look like you're related to him. I said, look at that. Do it no rock. Look at the guy and, and give him a movie. Everybody's saying I, I could play his son. Exactly. Um, he had a son. We saw in the one Rocky. He had a son. Where is he now? Bring him back and let him teach him now how to box. Do another Rocky movie. Come on. I think that I think there's a lot of things in the pipeline for, for something. I like hope that. so, Lorenzo. I yeah. hope so. That'd be beautiful. I, I'm I'm just I'm just honored to be in his presence, bro. I tell you that there's no energy like that in my life. You know that Joe Broccoli, you know the, that that kind of energy you can't feel from real guys. You know that come from nothing and they build empires like that. That that to me is what I'm I'm I want to be the first hardcore kid to do it straight up. Yes, I want to see this and get, and, and you know first. what? Which with Stallone. It's another PA. It's another PA guy. Yeah, yeah. He bounced around from PA, DC, New York, and Philly. Yeah. I think yeah. he actually went to school out in Philly, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know I'm, I'm giving big ups to, to PA, but I'm actually from New Jersey. But I love, I love it all. I love. I love. Listen, listen, bro. I fucking used to love going to fucking Amish country, bro. That was my shit when I was a kid, bro. Oh, the Amish country is beautiful. That's great. I love so crazy. it over there, bro. It's the best. And and. I love PA, man. Every time we played Wilkesboro, Pittsburgh, Philly, Erie, fucking uh, um, Redding, fucking Allentown, they love that sworn enemy we would get. I was like, yo, this was always our second home. PA, Jersey, Connecticut, New York, we're all the same. Hundred percent, yeah, great, great, great scene. Those four, those four, those four, those, those four right there work all hand in hand. For yeah, that that's you know? a great scene. Now check yeah. it out. Let's let me fast forward to this because this is what I'm so excited about. Another reason why I want to talk to you about. So this is a series or a movie, Cracker? Well, sorry for the confusion, but we did it on purpose. Um when Dale Restigini came to me to do this, he was we intended it to be a pilot. Okay. A concept to mm -hmm. um, get involved, like how to how to go make it. I'm gonna. He wanted me to be the character Michael Stone. Let's go shoot this in Barryville, New York. Yada yada yada. Freeze our asses off. And then my natural 
ways of doing things is like I got Anthony involved. I was like, yo, we gotta do we gotta do the thing. Like you know, Anthony Martin, you gotta be a part of this. You got it. Like like you gotta produce this with us. And uh, we went and shot it three years ago almost. And really? Yeah, yeah. 2017, bro. Fucking shot that shit in the winter of 2017. So almost 2018. Yeah. Wow, and we've been trying to sell it. The time, yeah, man. Timing. Listen, another Joe Broccoli. Another Joe Broccoli. What do you say? What do you say? You never are rewarded for the right thing at the wrong time. You're only rewarded for the right thing at the right time. Uncle Broccoli, baby. That's the Uncle truth. Broccoli is the fucking truth, brother. For real. He is my fucking, he's my everything. Um, <laughs> he's more like my father. He, him and my father were best friends, and he's, you know, they're the best friends, and they, you know, he raised me too, you know, in the, in the body shop working and fucking, like, if I was a sewer rat. I didn't want to go to fuck to school, so he was like, come here. He take, took me out of one sewer, put me in the other sewer, and he put me in the fucking, <laughs> he used to pick up the broom, go sweep the fucking floor. You're going to go to work for eight hours a day and make 50 bucks a week, and I bought my first Jackson hey, with that beautiful. fucking money. This was 1990. Another lesson um, he taught you. Yeah, yeah. But he told me he wanted to beat that, beat me over the head with the guitar. But he says, I, I regret that because if you didn't buy that guitar and go on tour, you wouldn't be where you are today. Yeah, that's, that's but he's true. The only, that's the only thing that he's, he's like, you know what? That, 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 was the, 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 I, that was my wrong. That was his bad. But, but he, you know, he never beat me with the guitar, but he said, I wanted to be. I would get that fucking guitar out of here before I beat you <laughs> over the fucking head with that thing. That's how he used to talk. Uh, he was a, he's a real guy. But um, cut to um, Dale, me, mm -hmm. Anthony, and uh, everybody on the team. You know, we, uh, there's a lot, you know, Rob, who uh, is a family from back home, um, you know, Kim, his wife, um, you know, Man, there's so many people to name, but everybody, Hakeem, our, all our actors. We, brother, we got in there. We made what we made. We made a beautiful 30-minute pilot, like a uh, proof of concept okay. of what we can do with the world, of what we can do with this world. This world is, you know, Dale's um, created an insane idea, and we wanted to sell it as a TV show. You know, I sell it as a pilot, but there was a lot of complications cut to every fucking production's insane. Everything is, you know, people get in their feelings. The shit was weird. It shit got whacked for a while, but we couldn't, we didn't get to, we didn't get to do what we wanted to do. Everybody and their mother and their, and the exact, and their, I mean, every, every fucking monster, most of the monsters seen it and were like, holy shit, we want to get involved and then just fell through the cracks. Oh. So we went through all those emotions of excitement and fuck, excitement and fuck, and we're still going through it. But now mm -hmm. we got a lot of leverage. We got the people want the show. Yeah. And we did it. You know, we were bouncing ideas around during the pandemic, and we were like, yo, this shit's got to come out. I was like, we got to put out this trailer. Fuck this. We got to, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do, do it. How the fuck? Dale, we got to do it. We got to do it. And then just, we were like, let's do it. Let's put out the short. We'll put it out as a short, a TV pilot, whatever it is. We just get, it's 30 minutes. Let's go put it out and see what happens. We mm -hmm. put out the trailer on Juneteenth because the girls on our team that are all African-American females, mm -hmm. they're the idea to put it out on June 8th, Juneteenth. Brilliant. 
brilliant fucking idea. Mm -hmm. And we were like, you guys sure? Because <laughs> you're like, we don't want to get fucking, you know, this is a little, this is a little insane. Right if now. it don't work out, you blame them. So hey, what are they doing? It's them. Yeah. Yeah. It's their fault. What are you talking about? We didn't do anything. I would never do that. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm the one that fucking hit launch on the yeah. phone. Oh, shit. <laughs> so where was it out? Like, how does it, it was, it was, so it was a couple years old. And then you just made kind of a power move, all you guys together. Yeah. And put it out to who exactly? Like how how did how did oh, people we didn't, see it? it ain't, so it ain't well, I know right it's not now, out like to the public, but yeah, I mean you put out. it like we were gonna put it on we're gonna put it on like Amazon Prime and uh iTunes and Google Play, like on those mm -hmm. aggregators that allow independent filmmakers to release their music their, their movies, mm -hmm. just like you can release your shit through TuneCore when you're an independent artist or you know yeah. I um um SoundCloud. Right? Very similar. Yeah. So we we got to doing that, um, and we we set it up like we wanted to just put it out into the ether. And I released all the assets, everything, trailers, swipe ups, Instagram graphics, everything that I had that I, I put into this drop. I just released it, set it out to the ether. Everyone let it spread like wildfire, and this shit yes. just went wild. It went wild. That's, and that's good, man. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of crazy how we. So it. saying it's a series is kind of, is kind of like a, a, a trick or something, or no, 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 no. It's just we 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 in theory we want it to be a TV series. Yeah, and that's what we're we're working on right now. It's it's looking really good. You know, that's just stays. You know, that's that, that that's all the info I can give on that. But come um, on, Lorenzo, the people want to know. <laughs> Stay tuned, baby. Twenty twenty one. You're gonna have a fucking yeah, series. Sure. That's for, for sure. sure. Um, That's great. News, but um, but um, you know, we you know we were open to doing a movie. We're open to do whatever because it's 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 art. It's beautiful. It's it's a story that needs to be told. It's 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 for somebody. It's for someone who's blind to the ignorance can fucking actually maybe shift their mind. I mean, there was a lot of death threats to Dale, a lot of death threats to me on DMs and comments, a lot of calls. We got them all saved. We got all, we, 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 we have a whole collage of, you know, mashup of just different fucking white supremacists throwing up all these fucking, mm. all these white supremacists saying they, 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 they're going to come to the house and kill us. Oh God. Kill. Yeah. It was just stupidity. Yeah. And you know how they are. There's a lot of them in PA, man. There's a lot of them motherfuckers over there. They're probably from sure. PA. <laughs> Yo, when we put up the thing on on uh, the band's Facebook page, we got uh, uh, like surprisingly a lot of negative fucking thing. Not listening to you guys ever again. This is some bullshit. Really? This is true racism. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like really? my homies in a movie. Yeah, for sure. Weirdos though, but wow. mostly you know excitement. But yeah, there's, there's weirdos out there for sure. But Though, could you explain like the storyline a little bit for those that don't know? We're talking about this upcoming thing, you know, it's called cracker, <laughs> as in like you know, the racial term, yeah. And, and Lorenzo stars in it as, as uh, you could you Michael get, Stone, Michael I, Stone. So you're kind yeah. of like a neo Nazi kind of dude, yeah. So pretty much it's a white supremacist that I play, mm -hmm. comes uh, you know. Michael Stone is a neo-Nazi that, that gets thrust back into uh, an alternate universe that's, you know, in the 1800s, per se, and all the black people are the slave owners and the whites are the slaves. 
and yo, this is almost kind of like a, a Planet of the Apes vibe exactly with exactly the Charlton Heston. It's yes, like, like you just wake up Twilight and you're like Zone, Twilight Zone. Now is is it kind of like is it is it like half science fiction or not really? It's just kind of like that's what happened, but we're, it's not going to be. It's really it's, it's sci it's sci fi. That's the only way that we have that that actual engine to utilize. You know that 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 we have um, a sci fi component that allows us to go back and forth mm. to the present day and the eighteen hundred. Oh, so it does go back and forth. Yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, yeah, I'm just seeing the trailer, so I'm not sure. So sure. kind of like you wake up from that dream as the white power dude, and you're back to where you were, being a kind of like an asshole, and mm-hmm. then but not really sure what happened, and then boom, next thing you know, like you're back in the day again, and and, and well, that that was like the that's the goal is to have like you know like to to keep the world's you know to keep it different because we 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 you know it's hard to stay in a period piece. You've yeah. seen that a lot, and it's, it's so it's kind of great to go back and forth and go to since since it's sci-fi, there's time travel. You know what I mean? Like we can do whatever we want. I love so, this. This com- yeah. This combines like everything I like. Yeah, it's 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 pretty genius, and you know this is actually Dale's moment. You know where he he, he can you know this is this is I mean we're all gonna you know this is Dale's all- like the creator. Yeah, yeah. And what's Dale. his name again? Dale Rager uh, Restagini. You know, the one I he, did. He, did he ever do yeah. it with some chains videos or Mushmouth? Nothing? No, nah, I don't think so. He did everybody's videos, man. He did Mad Balls videos. He did fucking uh, Legacy. Oh, so uh, he's, he's, he's a Paisan. Oh, yeah. He's one of us. Yeah, he did all Lorenzo, of I know you're out west, but keep with your own people out there, okay? Of course. That's who you now. Nah, TMZ. I mean, <laughs> people are going to think I'm like the bad one. And listen, yo, if you ever need a, a group of uh, uh, you know, neo Nazi. Uh, what do you call dudes yeah, in a movie? Brackets. The extras. Uh, yeah. Coming out of the hardcore scene, you got plenty of people that fit that description. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> You'd be a great cracker. Hey, You're come on. Cracker. You, you know, of course. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And we got, you got Anthony. He, 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 well, he's a little too hip hop. He could play one of the black dudes from back in the day, though. <laughs> you know, Anthony's. I don't know if Anthony's into the, to getting into acting yet, but that would be funny. That would be funny. But yo, that's great. So you got two hardcore dudes, and, and then the creator, three three dudes that are at least involved with the scene, are all involved with this this uh this deal, huh? That's great. Fucking lovely. Wow. Yeah. And and when will it be able to be viewed? Like this this uh this first thing. That's that's this is this is you know up that's in the, the dilemma. Area. That's the dilemma right now because what we what we planned, things shifted since mm-hmm. then on a grand bigger Be- scheme of things. You because know? of good options, good opportunities but shifted. Great opportunities. Well, that's great then. Everything to make this bigger and better than, you know we. You know, we, we, we know it could be huge. We know, and everybody who sees it, they know it could be huge. And it's not from our ego standpoint. It's more because the message is really powerful. And this is the only reason why. I mean, you know, obviously I want the biggest show. Who doesn't want to be on the biggest show in the world? Who doesn't want to make the biggest show in the world? I mean, yeah. you know, everybody wants to have the biggest band in the world. Everybody wants to be the biggest artist in the world. It doesn't matter. There's nothing wrong with wanting it all no, not and at doing all. it the right way. But I think that, with this, it could be the biggest show in the world with the biggest message because the message is so real. And timely. Just, and timely. Yeah. yeah um, man. Wake the fuck up. What if this was your mother? 
and your grandmother and your father and your sisters and your brothers getting beaten with clubs, oh my sold God. off in auctions, and fucking treated like shit. Just and, what if? Uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Whole, the whole idea is, is great. It's a great idea, perfect timing, great perspective. And then on top of it, it's got elements of some things like, like the sci-fi element, which is uh, me. I love that shit. I'm a, I'm a Trekkie kind of dude. You know what I mean? I love yeah. Star Trek. But listen. If you don't mind, I'm going to do a quick audition. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I'll, play, I'll play one of the, you know, one of the, the racist Crackers. guys. Back All in right. current times, though. All right, ready? All right. Hey there, boy. There you go. Yo, keep on walking there. Don't even look back here. You understand me now, boy? I like the action. Oh, come on. Hey. <laughs> That's it. We're going to name you fucking uh, uh, Bubba. Uncle Clay. Bubba. Uncle Clay Bubba. is good. Uncle Clay is good. Uncle Clay. Uncle, Uncle Clay, Clay the name. Mind your business now, boy. Keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, I don't know like if I could do. <laughs> I don't know if I could do a whole set, a whole scene like that. Though I lose the voice and need some lemon water. Get the girl to get me some lemon water. <laughs> boy, what a great thing you're doing. What a dream you're living, Lorenzo. I love it, man. Fucking wild, buddy. It's it's definitely um, you know, it's 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 kind of uh, breath uh, breathtaking sometimes. Like, yeah. Sometimes there's a lot of emotions, you know, a lot of your own fucking friends and a lot of own partners, you know, you got to, you got to, it gets a little, it gets a little fucking wonky at times, you know. Yeah, you got to throw a beat now down. and then, you got to do it. You know, it's just sometimes it is what it is, but sometimes you just got to, you got to roll with the punches, brother, and just fucking. Yeah. You know? Now, you've always been a fighter. I remember back in the day, Lorenzo, once uh, every every other time I'd see you, there'd be a cutter, a black eye, a bruise, <laughs> a brawler, man. So you know the deal. You know what's going yeah. on. It's, coming from the hardcore scene, it's kind of like the key is every we we open our mouths when we want something. You know what I mean? I'll we, tell you, we, you, you told me what Uncle Broccoli said. I'm going to tell you what Uncle Richie says. Closed mouths don't get fed. And that's, ah, and that's the truth, you know what I mean? So I love the Uncle Richie fucking. Uncle Richie. He's a prophet right there. Close my <laughs> yeah, I'm no fresh. broccoli, but I'll do my thing, you know what I mean? Hey, fucking broccoli. That's great. Now, Lorenzo, let's keep in touch, and uh, I, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you. You know me a number. Out. I don't have your number. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Uh, uh, I'll say it's, it's, I'll give it to you now, but then crazy girls will be calling me all the time. It's, yeah, you, don't hear want, this. you don't want no problem. Yeah, come on. I'm, a, I'm taking, ladies. Relax. Yeah. No How about fun. you? You got a girl? You you in a relationship? Uh, or? Yeah, yeah, you know. Lorenzo, you're in California in the Hollywood scene and you're a single man with them with that smooth half Puerto Rican, half Italian olive oil skin walking around like you own the joint. Come on, bro. That fucking, you are uh, a good position, man. Complicated life, my man. Nothing complicated <laughs> about that. Don't you ain't kidding nobody. <laughs> I know you got to say what you got to say because people may be listening. I understand. <laughs> All right, Lorenzo, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna let you do your thing. Anything you want to add? Um, yeah, I, I, I one day I want to be fucking the first hardcore kid to do it in the St Stallone rock fucking way. That magnitude, that size, and then fucking go on tour with one of the bands, one of our favorite bands, and be a wow. guitar player. And go slum just for one, Yeah, just for one fucking tour. You know, go out there, do 30 shows, whether it's yeah. Europe or here. You, you play know, some like, clubs, 350 people, yeah, dirty, yeah. dirty as fuck, and then after the show, you get a, a personal Hopefully, limo yeah, to the fucking, fucking hotel. virus with this fucking disaster that we can't even fucking... 
I know, fuck? I know. I was gonna ask you your perspective on. I've been talking to every every guest about it. If I mean, what do you think about this? Is it like I don't know what to think? You, they, one expert says one thing, the other expert says the opposite thing. If I go too far off script, do people think I'm a, a conspiracy maniac? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Well, I, I I think that there's you know opinions are like assholes. We all have them, you know, and that's a cliche mm-hmm. metaphor, but. We all have we all have opinions, and either doctors and special fucking you know uh, the the number one researcher in this, the number one top researcher for the CDC. All these people are just people. Yeah. So you know they're all people that have an opinion, and just like a lawyer is a lawyer, and he's got an opinion, and he may fucking not read that clause the way you read it and fuck up something. You know, what I mean, it's just people. I I think that that you know from me. Being in New York on, I flew back to LA March 16th when the world shut down. I flew back to LA that day. I was in the subways. I was in, I was next to my dad giving hugs and kisses. Uh, I was in fucking JFK, LAX, Burbank, Ubers, this, that, boom, bop, beep. What the fuck? Mm. I fucking tested negative, my antibodies and everything. Um, mm. You know, I don't know what to say. My sister, she's a a nurse in a nursing home. She's 56, a recovering alcoholic who smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. Sounds more susceptible to the what would affect her the most. She got it. She was positive because she was working with 100 people that had it. Yeah, that was the ground zero, those nursing homes. Yeah, and she had... She said, I couldn't taste or eat or, 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 or smell anything. That was my symptoms and all my symptoms. And I still went to work every day and got tested twice a week. And that fucking test sucks. The one up the nose, it's fucking awful. It fucking feels. Yeah, that looks like, brutal. Yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, it's just like you got a fucking this weird thing up your nose for that split second that really is mm-hmm. most uncomfortable feeling. Mm. And, um, you know. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say, you know, because I, I did do I did go in a rabbit hole of of, of, of of the Spanish flu. I did go into that and see the the amount of years. And I'm not saying that I'm educated in any fucking way. So if anybody wants to well, technically, it's just I don't give a fuck. I'm telling you what I read. Exactly. Yeah, what you- I, this is from my perspective. I'm not trying to be I'm not a know it all. I am not a know it all. I know too many fucking know it alls in my fucking life. <laughs> They're all fucking know-it-alls. I don't know. I don't act like I know shit. Mm -hmm. But the Spanish flu, 1917, at the end of 1917, it started. It ended in 1919. It killed 50 million people globally. Wow. And we had probably probably 2 billion people then. Yeah. 50 million people to kill. And there's, you know, everybody was wearing masks and it was, it was, it was, it was a a bad, like major lungs black. It was awful. So, you know, I'm not sure how crazy it was then as far as dining and social distancing and all the crazy stuff that we're accustomed now and this new, this new uh, normal. Um, But I do know that if, we're on any trajectory of being the Spanish flu or something that, you know, insane. Mm-hmm. And there's less than a million people, you know, with a heavy heart passed away from the coronavirus. And we also know that there's a lot of, you know, oh, 
he had the virus, but he died from a fucking overdose. But we're gonna can't we're gonna call it coronavirus. You know, we know that there's a lot of that, too, and a lot of people slipped up and said that those are the facts that are yeah. not supposed to say that. Or yeah. even CDC confirmed that if there were 70,000 people that passed away in America, there was only 30,000. Something, there's articles everywhere, and that's what I'm saying. There's so many people have you know, so many yeah. things, and I don't act like I know anything because I just don't know because I know what's in front of me. I know what my friend has. I know what my sister has. I know what this guy has. I know what that guy has that talks to me and that in front of my face. I can't believe the news. I watched the news. I was brainwashed. My fucking face was melting. I couldn't take it anymore. Mm. But I do know that the Spanish flu, 50 million people passed away, which is fucking insane. And in a two-year span. We're almost a year into this. If you think about it, if it started in fucking October, November-ish in China, yeah. whatever, um, you know, we're almost into a year. We're not nowhere near the Spanish flu numbers. No, no. That's just my insight. I am no fucking doctor. I am not the know-it-all. I do not read every article that every fucking friend sends to me because it makes me sick. <laughs> I ignore all the text messages, all the fucking COVID chains I'm on. I ignore them all. I don't care. You're I better off. How can I better myself? The more I love myself, the more I can better everyone around me that's around me because I can pass that positivity to everyone. So that's how I focus on things. And I really don't try to act like I know much about the virus or what's happening in the pandemic. And I do, you know, I wear my mask. I do sanitize. I do know that it helped us stay cleaner. It does keep us in a, in a, in a little more controlled of, of, of like, yo, let's not be so, you know, like we're definitely a little more, uh, less loose. Very true. Less loose on just like shaking hands with anybody or, you know, like, you know, we definitely on top of being more of a clay. This is a more, we are more cleansing. You know what I mean? We're definitely more high. Our hygiene is stepped up a whole lot. Not. And that's a good thing, right? Yeah. I I would say that this is also going to help with all the other flus, you know, uh, um, 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 you know, with the regular flu and, and, and other disease controlled stuff like this does help prevent that as well. So this is saving. I don't know if that's what they wanted to do. Teach us a new way, teach us a new world. I don't know what's happening here because, you know, we're fucked. This is fucked. Yeah. Everybody's fucking, you know, this is a, a an awful time. Um, for everybody. It is. It is. We, need, we need some leadership, man. We're dying out here. They're leaving us high and dry. They're giving us fucking contradicting yeah. stories. And what the hell do we know? Yeah. See, that's another thing. I don't know nothing about politics. I don't get into uh, it. I don't act like I know who's good, who's bad. I don't hey, know. When nothing. I say leadership, I mean all of them. I mean the yeah, guys, yeah. The, the governors. All our governors. The, the yeah. mayors of cities. Yeah, mayors. The, the, the federal leadership. The White House, the local, the local uh, politicians, all of them are failing us. I mean, that's no question. We're we're being failed by you know all, all counts by anybody who's an elected official. They're failing us at this point. But you know, again, Richie, those are people, right? Yeah. And they 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 either don't know what they're doing or they just can't figure it out, and it's not they're not yeah. doing it on purpose. You know, they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. Totally. They're like. But when I if I hear a success story about some a country overseas, I say, yo, that should be America doing things right. You know, what's going on? Like, you know, I'm kind of got that patriotic vibe that says if we're in the worst position out of these countries, 
people are fucking up. They need to go. You just, we need to vote for new people every time. You know, I'm like, even I remember 9-11. I was there 9-11 because I, I work in the city. And when George Bush got reelected, I was like, how the fuck does he get reelected after that happens on his watch? You know what I mean? But that's the yeah. way I look at stuff. It's kind of like if you're on your watch, you're responsible. You got to take a knee and bow out if you fucked up. You know what I mean? I I agree completely with you. And I and I do. Um, I remember 9-11 clearly. Um, we were on the DRI tour. Oh, yeah. All right. Where, where were you at? No, I, we just got home. Oh, we so you were in New York. Home. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we just finished the tour, and then I wake up. Sal calls me in the morning. I don't remember. I'll never forget. We both talk about it. Like we'll never forget the day that he called me. He's like, "Yo, put on the fucking news." Yeah. What's going on? What the fuck? He's like, "The worst day in American history it just happened right now." Yo, yo, I was working at uh Washington Square Park. When wow! I saw the first plane went right over. We had a, a big uh, we had a big uh crane at our job. The first plane went right over our crane. I was laying on a skid of blocks eating an apple for break yeah, and sure. uh i saw that first plane go right over fucking right over our heads straight ahead into the building bam i was like what Ooh. the fuck that guy uh, didn't turn left or right or nothing and well, then you, from, you, you, are you are you are you in the uh are you a steam fitter what are you You're i'm a local 18a cement and concrete nice yeah that's what i've been doing for the last like 22 years Fuck yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. You come home, they allow you to go. That's the, that, that's why I was in uh, local 70 when I was in was 79. Yeah, laborers. I was doing that, but I was also like, doing, you know, I was doing construction, you know, carpentry, whatever you want to call it. Like when, yeah. when you do it independently, it's more, you do everything. You, you, yeah, you're yeah. rocking, you're plumbing, you're, you're doing electrical all in one shot. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, our drummer's local 79, Luke. Really? Yeah, he's local 79. Our singer's... Uh, He's uh, Joe. I know Joe. Three, five, Joe, seven. He's yeah, a, my yeah. boy was working with Joe. Who the yeah. fuck was Joe working with? I know that Joe was working with somebody. My boy. We I all think, work in the city every day. You go to New York on a bus. Is he electrician, Joe? He's a carpenter. So who was working with Joe? I know my boy was working with him because he mentioned Joe. Well, it could be Wasn't anybody. Paulie? It could be because you know on a yeah, it could it could be Paulie. It could have been Paulie. Paul, Paulie, yeah. Paulie, Paulie yeah. But it, it could have been. Uh, we see yo, so many hardcore dudes in, in, in the trades, you know what I mean? Right. I see Gallo. I see Steve Gallo around. Oh, good. I love yeah. Gallo's, man. I miss those guys, man. I miss his fucking eyebrows. He's got those fucking yeah. eyebrows. My Gallo. Yeah. Yo, oh, so, man. yeah, a lot, a lot of dudes, you know. And But, yeah, we've been, we've been guys, working in the man. city, baby, every day. Listen, and, and how, how, how is it now with work? Work is Luke has been working because he had a job at the airport, so he never stopped working. It was considered essential. Okay. And uh, my job stopped around March 15th, 16th. And uh, hopefully I go back within a week or two. I go back. But my Ooh. jobs, I was up in high rises and stuff in Manhattan, and they cut, they stopped those and they said, uh, Shut everything down. Yeah, yeah. So, fucking hell. Yeah, I'm thinking about going to New York when I get home. I got a fucking. I was thinking about going back because I mean I go home about five times a year, you know. I was now, there I was over the weekend this past weekend. Yeah, man, I love New York, man. I it's love, the best. I love going home, see my pops, and you know, man, go see everybody. I try to see everybody, but I don't know, you know. I, 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 if you only I, got limited time, you got to do the family, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not easy, you know. It's a uh, 
let me ask you this because this is on this podcast pizza's a big deal you're you're a queens guy were you born in queens or no i was born in brooklyn east new york but are you like uh, what do you consider you are you brooklyn guy or queens guy both because i mean more queens okay so it's more you're more raised in queens yeah, yeah, I was born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens, because we moved out of East New York when I was about four, and then we moved to Queens, but it's the thing with my neighborhood, and Isaac could attest to this, because he, when he's either, his mom lives in, in, in Woodhaven, which is very, is much closer to East New York, but East New York is, you know, it, it's 10 blocks away. From yeah. Woodhaven Boulevard, I'm yeah. five blocks away from Woodhaven Boulevard. You know what I mean? Like the beginning of the of that part of Brooklyn where we were originally, a little deeper in, is East New York, Brooklyn, the East. You know what I mean? Like that's where that is. Mm. This part of Queens is so it's fucking walking distance, pretty much, and that's the the fact. So it's hard to. I mean, I am a Queens guy. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, you know. I, but I definitely am. You know, was lived in. You know. Brooklyn and was born in St. Mary's Hospital, same house as Biggie, same, same, same. Oh, shit. Same hospital as Biggie. Yeah, closed in like the 80s. But actually, this kid that's in my locker over here, this Russian dude, man, Alan, Alan, I call him Alan, Alan. He was born in St. Mary's too, and he's like 36. So, oh, wow. Was, yeah, yeah. He was born. There's a lot of fucking, a lot of, a lot of crazy synergy. Uh, not synergy. I uh, guess. Did you say Woodside, Queens, or Woodhaven? Woodhaven. Woodhaven, Ozone Park, Jamaica, Forest Hills. Um, Home of the Ramones. Yeah. 100%. Now, check it out. What's the best pizza spot in Queens? I don't know. I love Sal's on 85th Street in Jamaica, which is three blocks from East New York, which is three blocks from uh, Franklin K. Lane, which is one of the, one of the worst schools in, 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 in Brooklyn. <clears throat> that was and one of the worst schools when we were kids. Now, do you got a favorite pizza spot in Brooklyn? <laughs> Um, you know what? I don't. I don't know. I oh. I, I only I, my favorite spots is uh is is, is Queens because I I don't I don't when you go to Brooklyn, like I didn't go to Brooklyn. I'm gonna go get a slice of pizza, you know. Yeah. And I will go to Nickabaca, you know, and that's more Puerto Rican centric. So you know, my mom used to be on, you know, used to go to Nickabaca, Graham with Graham Avenue and all that shit. And that's where the shopping is. And, you know, that's, it's a, yeah. it's a different, it's a different culture. You go there, you want to get Puerto Rican, you want to get piraguas and all that Puerto Rican mm. shit. You know what I mean? want to get some. Mafongo. Some, uh, yeah. No, well, Mafongo is. Uh, is that's is, is, that's uh, Dominican? Dominican, yeah. yeah, Mofongo, yeah. Dominican, but. My homie's always eating that and he says it like that. Mafongo. Oh, all right. Yeah. Mafongo <laughs> is, a, uh, is a, actually there's a, there's a, there's a place in, um, in, uh, you know, they like a lot of Dominican restaurants called Casa de Mofongo. Mofongo's mm-hmm. dope. It was good, but it's mad fattening. I, I wish I could eat that shit, but that to me is the best. Dominican food's the best. You know, uh, so, oh, yeah? Over the Italian food? Sal. Yo, yo, oh, no, on. I'm talking about Spanish food. Oh, Italian all right, all right. What's your favorite food? Italian food, though. Don't sell the top, please. <laughs> Hands down, Italian. Okay, There's no right. fucking better than, than, than Lorenzo, Dominican. Good man. Good man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, I know most Puerto Ricans would be like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? But I like I love Puerto Rican food. It's very similar to Dominicans, but this, the Dominicans just do it a little, little bit better. Okay, all right. You're being honest. All right. I'm being 100%. And you put Sal's on the map. You're the first guy to say Sal's is, is the best queen spot. 
Yeah, 85th Street, 85th Street in Jamaica Avenue. Go get a pepperoni there. It's forget about it. I'll I, try. I'll they try live it and die by it. They've been there for 45 years. They never changed their recipe. The place still looks like it's the 80s when you walk in there. Oh, that's what I like. Uh, I'm sure Adrian Brody knows about it because he's from that same block. Um, you know, I, a, a lot of people um, from that neighborhood, I, I wish would big it up more. But everybody would just say, oh, it's New Park Pizza. Well, New Park is dope, too, in Howard Beach. Yeah. Park, the border. I had that. It's good. Yeah, New Park is good. So that's you no know, New Park where you were is Ozone Park. You walk two blocks, you're in Howard Beach. That's mm. the same shit, East New York, Woodhaven, in my neighborhood. You know what I mean? Jamaica and all that, because it's the same it's all walking distance. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm in for New York every day for the last over twenty years. So yeah, yeah you're no, in New York. Well, I'm I'm from New Jersey originally. Where in New Jersey are you from? Nork. Nork, New Jersey, right? Oh, Bloomfield nice. Avenue. Yeah, nice. turned into a real shithole. But at one time, it was a. Uh, when right. did you move to PA? I mean, or you uh, always bounced around? Like, uh, well, we had bounced around a lot. But I went to school from before I moved to PA before high school. So I was like, you know, like a little kid moving to PA, like whatever right. age that is. You know what I mean? But then, yeah, my the whole rest of the family lived in Nork, so always go back there. You know, great food in Nork too. It used to be a big Italian spot. Calandra's Bakery, Dickie D's Italian Hot Dogs, all of those spots. Beautiful view of, of Manhattan. You know, it's almost like it was like the next borough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but it was Nork, so it's a BK. It's like you know, Jersey's like the the joke of the country. Basically, people always like to clown on poor Jersey. <laughs> dirty Jersey. That's yeah, what exactly. Dirty Jersey. Dirty Jersey. Yeah, so I love Jersey. I, that 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 was always my dream was to you know buy a house in Jersey and. Get out of the, get out of, you know, Jamaica. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I grew up underneath the fucking train my whole life. You know what I mean? Oh, that's loud. You know, <laughs> pretty much, you know? Yeah. Um, and and I, I, I was always, you know, my brother has a house in Jersey. My sister lives in Staten Island. My other sister lives in Flushing. But I always, you know, was like, you know, maybe Jersey would be dope. But now that I spent a lot of time in Jersey, I'm shooting a movie in Jersey in September, but in uh, Atlantic City. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Jersey uh, got nice spots. So it's got some, it's got some wild spots. We got, it's got a lot of nice spots. Very high taxes, though. You know what I mean? It's not the most, uh, uh so is New York and LA. I know. Get it. I could only imagine how LA is. But listen, so, yo, Lorenzo, I appreciate this, man. It was great talking to you. Appreciate you, brother. Of course, man. And we're gonna we're gonna keep on file, keeping track of you, everybody. Cracker, you gotta look it up. At least watch the trailer, share the trailer, yeah, yep. and uh, all of that. And uh, I'll let you know when this is coming up. It, I got yeah. a couple other interviews uh, to put out, and then we're gonna put this up probably like next week sometime. It'll be out. Perfect. And uh, and uh, yeah, thank you. Shout out to all the hardcore kids out there still fucking grinding, bro. Um, you don't ever forget where we come from. Um, I don't ever fucking forget, you know, fucking being on a fucking plane in front of five people. Never. Yeah, for real. Yeah. That's, the, that's how it is sometimes, man. You know the deal. Oh, yeah. I never forget that shit. And, uh, yeah, it was great to catch up with you, brother. Send my love to everybody. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you, I just emailed you my number. It's on the bottom of the signature thing. So you could text me so we can stay in touch. Great. Great. All right, homie. Have a good night. All right. You too, brother. All right. Take Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then.
out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker! Who the fuck you think you in? This is post-America! You ain't shit, motherfucker!